Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, host of Right Nowish, in the building as I have been for the past one to six months. Here today to tell you a story about a baker. His name is Victor, Victor Harris, and he's the owner of Rochelle's, an East Bay-based cheesecake place, where the slogan is, like heaven on a fork. I make the cakes to order, and then I deliver to your door. People, I assume, were looking for comfort foods, looking for desserts, things to make them smile, and you find me, and... I bring it to your door. Look, I have a deep affinity for desserts. I'm pretty sure I have multiple sweet tooths. Sweet teeth? So, of course, I'm familiar with Victor and his cheesecake biz. Plus, I know he's deep in the arts and culture scene. We met at Mouth Off Wednesdays, a weekly poetry event that used to bring out all types of artists back in the day. Since then, I've taken my writing and grown deeper into journalism. And Victor has taken his writing and become a cheesecake baron. Yeah, I didn't exactly see that connection at first either, but the way he describes his maple peach bourbon cheesecake, the poetry is evident. And that's what we're going to discuss shortly. Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Real quick. All right, so I cook. I don't bake much. I know when I cook, I get into a groove. I'm wondering, you, big-time baker, like, what is it like? cooking a cheesecake for you. What's your favorite part about the process? The actual baking part. My favorite part of that is mixing up the cheesecake. Seeing everything come together. You know, I've been making cheesecakes for 17 years. I've been selling them for 11, and I still just get giddy. There's many ways to make a cheesecake. My preferred method uses what's called a water bath. You take the cake and you wrap the pan in foil and put that pan inside a larger pan and then you put water around the cake. And that slows the cooking process and gives you a smoother, even consistency and a creamier cake. My cakes, they're they're delicious, I I love them. (laughs) Then I love delivering the cheesecakes. Victor, you nailed it! Best cheesecake from a boy from Philadelphia. I feel like, I feel really whole. 
handing them off to the customer and just seeing their smiles light up, it is one of the things that makes it all worth it. In our capitalist society, I shouldn't say this, but I would definitely like trade my cheesecake for hugs. Like I, I love just <laughs> the, the give and take of, you know, I had a flavor on my menu that's a maple peach bourbon. What? It's like an elevated peach cobbler cheesecake. So it has peach slices in it, it has cinnamon, and it has bourbon. What? And then it's topped with uh, brown sugar caramel, right? What? Yes. So I'm selling this at Oktoberfest, right? This like 40s black dude bought a couple from me and he's opening one up to try and eat it, to have it like at the table, right? And this older black woman walks over and she's like checking out the table, checking out the wares. It's like seven dollars for for that. Like, yeah. The guy that didn't know her digging into his own cake. He was like, "Do you want to try it?" <laughs> and she's like, "I mean, if you're so generous, yeah, that'd be great." She takes a bite of it, and like her eyes roll back, her head just like goes back, <laughs> and she's like, "Come here." <laughs> and so I lean in. And she gives me a gentle slap on my cheek. <laughs> she's like, I'll take one of those. And the dude was like, I'll take she another one too. You. She slapped me. And then took a cake. And the, the guy that gave her the taste bought another one because they'd finished that one. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was so great. Victor's Cakes, everybody, everybody. So wait, how'd you get into baking cakes in the first place? When, when I was little, my mother would use baking as a way to keep my brother and I quiet. And so my mother would bake a cake for us. And she would tell us that if we made too much noise, the cake would fall. We had no idea what that meant, what a falling cake <laughs> would be or how it would taste, but it didn't sound good. So, you know, she got 45 to an hour of peace and quiet. And we all got a treat at the end of that hour because we were we were silent. So, you know, the incentive method. OK, OK. I'm saying so baking was something that always had a good relation for me. I picked up baking in like high school, like make cakes and cookies and things probably around like 95, 96. I started liking cheesecakes. I decided one night to learn how to make one. So that first cake came out okay my mom took the rest of that cake into her work and they all loved it and so I'd experiment with flavors and like send them in to work with her and then my friend's younger brother told his parents all he wanted for Christmas was one of my cakes so I had to come up with you know a menu pricing I checked like Cheesecake Factory to see what their pricing was and put mine somewhere in that vicinity for the next few years it was just you had to know somebody to like get one of my cakes it was just all like under the table yeah and in 2009 i actually made a business of it got a license and all that stuff i gotta ask like does your partner like cheesecakes like does, is that part of the support do you bake cheesecakes at home she's upset that i do not bring them home enough um <laughs> I brought her a cheesecake on our first date. Wait, wait, wait. You just showed up? Wait, where was the date? 
You gotta give. You gotta be setting because just popped in my head like you're at the movies. Like there are plenty of places you don't show up to with the cheesecake. Uh, there, it was a small one. I picked her up and I gave it to her before we left. So she took it and put it in her yeah in her refrigerator. Gotcha. Not just walking around with the cheesecake. So the reason I'm talking to you in the first place was because I got a message that I should interview you. Here we go. Rebecca Hensler wanted me to ask you how you began writing poetry. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, all right. So like most young men, I started writing poetry as a means to try and get a girl. I started writing in 1989, mostly love poems and things like that. And then found the world of slam poetry in like 99 and started performing there. I still write occasionally. And I think in these times, it's not often that I allow myself time to relax or be bored or just like sit in silence. And I know I need to do that, but I don't. There's many of poets hiding inside of people running around the nine to fives and trying to handle life. And you know, like- Absolutely. You're not the only one. Yeah. Start writing rhymes on cheesecake boxes or something. <laughs> Someone like put that idea on my head. Start putting poems on the cheesecake boxes, but I'm not that prolific, right? I'm just like, here's your personal poem. All right, all right. Let the cheesecake speak for itself, y'all. Let it speak for itself. Thank you to Victor Harris for making cakes and for taking time to share your story with us. You can follow his work on Instagram at Ruchelles. Ruchelles is spelled R-E-U-S-C-H-E-L-L-E-S. And his website is oaklandcheesecake.com. Thank you to our production team. That's Asala Sanipur, Ashley Ann Krigbaum, Kiana Mogadam, Jessica Plachik, and Rob Spate. Our engagement team is Lena Blanco, Sarah Pineda, and Vita Kong. And the higher-ups at KQED, Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. Big thanks to Rebecca Hensler for nominating Victor. Reminder to you all out there, feel free to go to kqed.org slash rightnowish and nominate a guest. Love to have some more input on who should appear on this show. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Thank you all for joining me. Before you go, I want to share with you a small treat from Victor. It's not exactly a cheesecake, but a piece of his work nonetheless. He wanted to share it because, one, it's one of his favorite pieces of work, and two, we wanted to share it because it's about graduation, but beyond that, it's about transitioning and growth. And I think that's something that speaks to us all right now. So, here's a poem. Graduation Gift To my two nieces, Bryce Elizabeth and Riley Noel, on the occasion of your separate graduations from high school. Some words of advice as you prepare to leave us to make your way in this world. This society will attempt to compartmentalize you, place you in boxes so they no longer have to consider you, be it the female box, the male box, the office worker box, or the artist box. Refuse to be boxed, because normalcy is the pursuit of the unimaginative. Be imaginary. The person the little kid in you always imagined you would be. Learn to love life like you used to. Refuse to reminisce about the joys of childhood and instead work to haul them into your everyday. Get lost in daydreams made reality, playdates played out as your daily routine. Make friends with someone because they sat next to you. Be the kid you miss. Craft the childhood you never had a chance to experience. Be presidential. Set precedents. 
do something new, have never included in your list of attributes, like I never heard of a brother baking cheesecakes, DJing, racing cars, and writing poetry, never met a man that managed to raise three kids, one by Coastal on a poet's salary, never heard of a radio personality who persistently exceeded expectations in pursuit of his dreams. Be inspirational. Shun those who would attempt to claim pride in your work without doing work of their own. Don't apologize. Be intentional in words and deeds, and you will never have to offer another phrase of remorse for the ill-conceived perceptions of others. If they don't understand you, keep talking. There are those who will. It is for them that you are sharing your voice. Never let show some respect be synonymous with shut up. Have enough respect for the strength and courage of others to tell them the uncomfortable truth, especially when they're asking for it. Life is too short to live with regret. Tomorrow may always be a day away, but death is always lurking, and society will attempt to convince you that your bucket list can be put on hold, when in reality, your bucket is always with you. Waiting to be kicked, it is the uncomfortable truth of our fragile existence and one that we must all come to grips with, old and young alike. This is the only life you are guaranteed. Live like it. You are the consequence of chances of unimaginable proportions. Take some. Every person you meet is living an equally improbable life and should be treasured with each encounter. Act like it. Awake with the realization that today has the possibility to be the best day of your life and love like it. End each day by saying there is nothing you would do differently even when you can't recall exactly what you've done and sleep like it. Remember that she who has the most toys still dies. Live life without clutter. Live life without fear. Live life without surplus so that when death does finally find you, it will not find you wanting. Find eternity in memory. Turn legendary possibility into manifested reality and never doubt that my love for you comes without condition. Right Now-ish is a KQED production. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis from KQED Podcasts comes on our watch season two, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.